Hey, and welcome to 10 Minute Treadmill Stories. What's up? I'm Stacy. I'm Jonah. <laughs> you can always reach us at stacyandjonah at gmail.com if you have a story you'd like to share with us. And today, Stacy, I know I've only told you personally about 18 million times, but I, I have a, a YouTube channel. Oh, what's it called? Shameless self-promotion. It's called the 1010 Watch Club. And I actually haven't told you this, Stacy, but just this week I passed 1,000 subscribers on my channel. Congratulations. To mark that occasion, I want to tell you, Stacy, about the history of YouTube. Because in the last 16 years, YouTube has basically taken over the world. Currently, YouTube is the second most visited website in the world, only behind the Google search page. Wow. And Which I use to Google YouTube, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And as of 2019, there were over 500 hours of content uploaded to YouTube each... Minute. Minute. Oh, I got it, got it. And over 1 billion hours of content are viewed each day on this platform. Holy cow. That is a colossal waste of hours <laughs> except for <laughs> the 10 of course watch you're club. watching the 1010 watch club mm-hmm. <laughs> now today it's estimated that youtube pulls in about 15 billion dollars in revenue but it wasn't always that way it was a startup started in silicon valley by three former paypal employees the first thing i think i watched on youtube was uh that guy dancing oh the numa numa dance yeah 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 Oh, he's one of the OGs for sure. So YouTube was founded in 2005 by Steve Chen, Chad Hurley, and Jawed Kareem. As I mentioned, they all worked at PayPal together. And as is stereotypical of Silicon Valley success stories, they hit pay dirt when PayPal was sold to eBay. Now, they didn't just go ahead and buy an island and disappear forever, as I may have been tempted. They decided to instead go and put their heads together and make another startup. There are a few different origin stories, and each founder disputes the validity of a different one. So I'm going to tell you them all, and we're going to kind of mesh them together. The first story was that Chen was having problems sharing videos he had taken at a dinner party. He wanted to show other people what had happened, and he couldn't seem to find a platform on which to do that. Now, Kareem said, nope, that wasn't it. Actually, what happened was the Janet Jackson Super Bowl incident went down. And the next day, he and other people were realizing how much trouble they were having finding that clip on the Internet the next day. So either it's wholesome (laughs) dinner party. (laughs) Yeah, that one sounds a little bit more uh, legit and less uh, polished PR publicity. Either way, they both had to do with video sharing. An even stranger origin story was that actually YouTube was meant to be sort of like a dating website compared to like Hot or Not, where they would upload video dating profiles and people could surf them to see if they could make a match. Just a a bunch of young, horny dudes in Silicon Valley trying to figure out how to make millions of dollars while also uh, being slightly pervy, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, those three stories, varying levels of creepiness. Either way, the idea was born and they began to shop the idea around to venture capitalist investors. A lot of this really is just kind of like the typical success story from Silicon Valley, like what people move there to do, like have one an idea, run with it. You start up in a little humble office while you shop the idea around and their first headquarters were located above a pizzeria in San Mateo, California. (laughs) 
And again, back in 2005, this is when it started. And before the public unveiling of YouTube, they had to put some videos on the site. And the first video ever uploaded to YouTube ever was... Numa Numa? Almost Numa Numa. It was called Me at the Zoo. And it was just a 16 second clip of one of the founders, Mr. Kareem, in front of the elephants at a zoo, talking about how he liked their trunks. And I'm telling you this because it feels like the 21st century version of what's the first video played on MTV. Like, we all know that if we right. are of a certain age. Video killed the radio so, star. Exactly. So the updated trivia now is that the first video ever uploaded to YouTube is called Me at the Zoo, and it is still on YouTube if you want to watch it. Awesome. It's weird, too, to see him because he's just a young, he's like an early 20-year-old dude talking about elephants, and you're looking at him like, this guy is rich as hell, and he's about to become a billionaire. It's wow. so strange to, like, see it before it happened. And again, he's just, you know, some normal-ass young man. Yeah. There was also just way more restrictions and, and differences on YouTube back then. The site limited your upload to 100 megabytes. Aw, that's For so a frame of reference. Yeah, that can be about a 30-second video. My last upload was 14 gigabytes. So oh, my God. <laughs> don't make me do the math, but I believe that's 140 times the size, or is that 1,400 times the size? Either way, obviously, it has expanded since then. Me at the Zoo was uploaded on April 23rd, 2005, and YouTube was so successful off the bat that by the time they officially launched just a few months later in December, the site was already receiving 8 million views a day. Wow. Now, they did also wade quite early on into the deep and confusing sea of copyright infringement because one of the first viral videos that actually helped make YouTube was Lazy Sunday from SNL. Do you remember that skit? It's no, Chris it Parnell and Andy Samberg rapping about going yeah. to see the Chronicles of Narnia. Okay, I thought it was them, but I couldn't remember what it was exactly. But I do remember it, yes. It's the Chronic, what calls of Narnia? <laughs> so this kind of put YouTube on the map because it was a place where people who either missed SNL or who had heard about it could search the internet and find this clip the next day on YouTube. That was like the number one thing they set out to do, make it easier for people who either missed things or wanted to find videos to be able to have a trusted source to find them. Right. Hulu would not exist without them. Right. And that hit about 5 million views before NBC Universal asked YouTube to kindly remove it due to copyright infringement, a theme that has stayed with YouTube to this day. Interestingly, though, a lot of the corporate giants who would complain about other people uploading their content, they just decided to go ahead and buy all into YouTube and have their own account. So now NBC Universal has their own YouTube channel. SNL has their own YouTube channel. So you can still see those videos the next day but they just decided to join in and become content creators like us normal folks are on there too. That's neat. So less than a year after going public in October of 2006, Google bought YouTube for $1.65 billion in stock. <laughs> I tried to do the math and look at how much Google stock has grown since then. And if I'm correct, their offer in today's money is about $18 billion. So 
I mean, getting $18 billion, even if it's split three ways, oh my God, so much money. But as I mentioned earlier, YouTube makes about $15 billion a year. So Google really, I mean, was on it. What a good decision. You paid what you make in a year for it, and you just get it every single year since then. That's amazing. Most businesses take three years to even just get off the ground. Right. And they were they they took one year to make all their money money back and start like quadrupling their profits. <laughs> and I have a bad memory or something because I swear that Google buying YouTube was like way later on in the development. Like I feel like that was more of a current thing. Like oh right, Google owns YouTube now. No no no, they've owned YouTube for fifteen years. Huh, that is surprising. YouTube has since expanded uh, with a live TV service, music service, a premium service and have been embraced by private citizens like me, who has the 1,000 subscriber 1010 Watch Club, or the huge corporations, as mentioned, like SNL or anyone else, who have millions of subscribers. As of this recording, my own channel actually has 1,032. Congratulations. A far cry from the 176 million subscribers of the biggest channel, called T-Series, which is based out of India, but that gives you a pretty good perspective of how wide the swath of humanity is who is using it. People with, you know, zero subscribers all the way up to 176 million. It's changed the landscape of the internet and of media and of how we operate in our daily lives, and that is the brief history, Stacy of YouTube. That's really neat. Thanks for sharing. You got it. Now I'm going to go look for $1.6 billion of Google stock. <laughs>